to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the VIP Show. You are listening to your host, Jose Aristimuño. On the line today, I got a great friend. I like to call him a master communicator, entrepreneur, amazing human being, four-time Emmy-winning TV host. Four-time, guys. I'm not even kidding. Uh, my friend, my guy, Chris Van Britt. What's up, Chris? How you doing, brother? Jose, thank you so much for having me on. I feel like a true VIP with an intro <laughs> like that. Well, you deserve it, brother. You deserve it. You, If, if there's anybody who has mastered, I think... Um, the ability to communicate uh, to millions of people, right? A message for you, obviously, in the entertainment industry many, many times. Um, I get it because, you know, myself, I've, I've done very similar things, uh, communicating messages, obviously, for, for former President Barack Obama. But um, it's very similar because messaging, communications, doesn't matter what industry it is. I think a lot of the pillars are, are the same. And what I like to tell people on the show and, and, and the folks that are listening, that are watching this interview, is one of the, the most important things to be an, a successful entrepreneur is to be able to communicate properly, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, if you're trying to close a deal, if you're trying to, if you're looking for an investment, whatever it is a sale, you need to know how to communicate. So help me understand, help me understand for small business owners, people who didn't go to school for communications or whatever, sure. they haven't been on TV thousands of times like you and I have, right? For them, that maybe they're starting out, what do you say? What is the number one thing that you need to master in order to be a good communicator? I think the biggest thing is you have to be clear on what it is that your message is. And I think that you and I know this really well sure. from working in broadcasting. You have such a short amount of time in television. You got 15, you know, 30, maybe a minute or two to get your message in. So I think it's really important to get clear on what your message is. And if you're not clear on what your message is, how's anybody else going to be clear on what you're trying to say as well? I think another important thing about being a great communicator is listening. I think that so many people mm -hmm. are spending way too much time like trying to talk, but not actually listening. And if you have clients out there, it's important to know what they need. And then if once you figure out what they need, then you can provide value to them. Man, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And like, guys, like the answer, the answer of whatever you're looking for, for a pitch, your potential client will tell you if you actually yeah. listen what they have to say. So when you answer the question or it's your turn to, your turn to speak, Use whatever they're telling you. That's, that's, that's sort of my strategy. I don't know sort of what you think about that. I mean, Larry King said it best. The, you know, the late, great Larry King, rest in peace, he said, I never learned anything by talking. And it's such, a, it's such an important takeaway to go, what is it that you need? How can I bring value to you? And I think that if you can constantly show up and bring value, you'll, you'll never be let down. Wow, man. You, you give me goosebumps and, 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 and rest in peace to, to Larry. I... I had the great, great honor to be uh, interviewed by Larry multiple times um, oh, wow. on, po on political stuff. And what a mind, right? What a mind and, and what a human being. I mean, it's it's not easy. It's not easy to conduct. You have a podcast as well, right? It's not easy to conduct an interview. People people think it's just like a regular. You know, part of, I think I think people over maybe over prepare sometimes and think about it too much. I think the more natural that you can make it seem or, yeah. or be, I think that the best talk to me chris 
talk to me about you know let, let's let's dig in a little bit more uh, on the power of communication is there an exercise you know there are people even though this is important even though people maybe haven't been on television or they used to not be on video they are now obligated to be on video all the time because we got yeah. zoom and you have to right so people maybe not they don't feel comfortable being in front of a camera yeah. or a webcam what are some tips that maybe you use before I'm about to go. I'm about to interview a big star. I'm about to be on the camera. Do you do something? Any breathing exercises or anything? I don't know. Remember, like the first time you heard yourself on the answering machine, you went, "Do I really sound like that?" Yeah. yeah. I feel like we're getting the modern version of that, where someone shows up on a Zoom call and they're like, "Do I really look like that?" <laughs> and isn't it so funny that you look different in the mirror than you do on like a Zoom screen? So it's... I think a big thing for me is like, sure, we all get ready in the morning, we do our hair, we brush our teeth, whatever. I'll like turn on a zoom screen. So I'm like, Oh, now what do I look like? How am I going to look to the person I'm speaking to? Yeah. Because that's going to look very different from how I looked in the mirror as I was preparing. But I think for me, it's just like trying to calm down, like realize that this is just a conversation. Mm -hmm. I think too many people think about interviews with a capital I and instead it's just a conversation. Like, Jose, if you and I were to bump into each other at a party tonight, you know, parties were, you know, still a thing we right, could go right. to. <laughs> invite me. Please invite when, when it's okay to party. Let me know where the party's at, brother. Likewise, please. <laughs> but if we bumped into each other at a party, we wouldn't be thinking about, okay, well, Jose's saying this right now. And then when he's done saying this, I'm going to ask this thing. You would just be in the moment. You'd be listening. You'd be present. And I think that too many people don't remember to be present when they're having a conversation or being present when they're on a Zoom call like this. I think they're too worried about like what's going to happen next instead of like being in that exact moment. I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. The power of meditation, the power of, of, of being being there, being in the moment. Did you see, alas, this just kind of came to my head when you were telling me that when people first look at themselves in, in Zoom, they're like, oh, do I look like this? There was a, there was a, a news thing that went viral. Uh, a couple of guys from, from the UK were doing like a board meeting or like a political congressional thing. And a couple of lawyers were on the call or something. And one of the, there were older men and women on the, a little older, you know, older generation than you and I. Uh, there was a cat filter that turned on and one of the people's like yeah. and the, the, he was just speaking he's like i'm not a cat or something i think it was like, <laughs> it was actually a case he was actually like a oh my god yeah I mean, there was, was like a judge there he was I like a judge and he was like i'm like, sorry judge i'm not, not a cat, a cat. He, he had to say <laughs> man you know so i think we have to sort of you know get used to this new technologies and 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 get with the times because whether and I'll say this, guys, like you got to get with it, because even though if we if we go back, like once the world starts to open again, there are many companies who are going to say, why do I need to have an office? I'm going to just keep doing this Zoom thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remote working is the new it's a new thing. We're going to be like telling stories to our grandkids about how we used to do this crazy thing called commuting. And they're going to be like, well, what do you mean, grandpa? Why did you drive your car into work? Why didn't you just work? Was your computer broken? Like, I think that. If, if anything's going to come out of what's happened over the last year, I think a lot of companies are going to realize we don't need 60,000 square feet of office space. We can just give you a laptop and you can do the same thing from home as long as you get the job done. So I think that this is definitely something that's going to happen moving forward and we're just going to have to get used to it. I think for better though, like I was going to say for better or for worse, but I think yeah. that this is like a big improvement. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And I think, I think because of the quarantine, a lot of people have been, obligated to be with themselves a lot and be with their family so that's the good part of it right i think that's the positive part of it um yeah. I, I gotta point out you got you got the emmys in the back is that right let me make sure yeah that's wow. that, yeah. like i show so 
you know, most of our, you know, of our interviews, you know, we do Spotify. So a lot of them are just audio, but we do, we do clips on YouTube and on Instagram. So the, the people that are watching, I'm going to make sure my team gets, gets this. Like, man, four Emmys, guys. Those are, things are like bigger than my head, man. Wow. They're, they're I, I feel like so insanely honored that I was, you know, even nominated. But then, like when I won, it was like, oh my gosh, like this is Tell crazy. Tell me a little bit so, about about one of them or something. How was it like the first time you won the first one, for example? It was pretty surreal. Like I was nominated that night for two of them, and I was honestly just happy to be there. Like literally around all these amazing, super talented people. And when they called my category, I feel like I just blacked out. And the next thing you know, like I heard my name, I'm like. Oh, Wait, like that's me? me? <laughs> ah, what? So I went from being uh, that night. I won both. I was so fortunate wow. to win two. So I went from a zero-time Emmy winner that night to being a two-time winner. That's so, amazing. yeah, and it, it's just a, such a surreal, surreal thing. And like, I feel like they have to be on display because it was something that I was like, you know, it's it such a life-changing thing for me. Of course, man. No, no, no. And you deserve them. Talk to me about, you know, you've, you've gotten to interview some top-level individuals, The Rock, Oprah, you know, you name them, you, you've done them. Talk to me about one, maybe one, you know, super impactful interview, uh, one of your favorite ones, and the, what did that person teach you? Yeah, so I'm going to go back to the one, one of the ones that you mentioned there, The Rock. Like, I was a huge wrestling fan in high school, and The Rock meant so much to me during that time as a WWE superstar. And, you know, it's amazing to look at what The Rock has built now with his career, biggest star in the world. Mm -hmm. They always say you shouldn't meet your heroes. But if your hero happens to be Dwayne Johnson, you should 100% meet your hero. Agreed. Because he's Agreed. Shout out to Dwayne, man. <laughs> right. He's amazing. He's kind. He's funny. He's charismatic. And he has this amazing star quality about him where he makes you feel important in that moment. And, like, that's such a rare quality among anyone, let alone the biggest star in the world. But... He turns the moment around and makes you feel important. He cracks a little joke at your expense and like brings you in on it. So I'll never forget. It was actually in Miami. I interviewed him on the red carpet for Ballers, his HBO series. Okay. okay and you know, yeah. the, the Rock's dream was to play in the NFL, right? And that was his dream. And he didn't even make it in the CFL. So if you think wow. about it, like The Rock didn't accomplish his dream. So I asked him, you know, his character in Ballers is a retired football player. I said, if you could go back and change anything to live that dream, to actually make it to the NFL, yeah. would you change anything? Obviously, things you know worked out pretty well for you, but would you change anything? And he said, no, I wouldn't. And he said something I'll never forget. He said, sometimes the best things in life are the things that don't happen. Let, and it's let, so true. Yeah. If yeah. he was on that path of actually Ooh. make it to the NFL, who knows how he would have done there? Who knows what would have happened after that? He might not have become the person that he is now. So sometimes we have this idea of who we're supposed to be and the path that we're supposed mm -hmm. to be on. And life throws us a curveball. And sometimes that's the best thing that could happen to us. Wow, man. That, that, that's a powerful that's a powerful thing that, that Dwayne told you that, that day. So, so say that one more time. I want everybody to just really listen to that. Yeah, sometimes the best things in life are the things that don't happen. Wow, wow. Chris Van Britt. Vlit, Vlit. Am I saying it right? Vlit. I got Vlit. Vlit, man. That's, that's like Aristimuño, right? It's like, wow, man. It's like, Aristimuño. What a last name. Uh, both, both of us, man. Cheers to that, dude. That, that's, that, that's amazing. Chris, tell me, tell me a little bit, you know, what you got going on in 2021. What are you planning? What's next for Chris this year? So I'm, I'm really doubling down on my podcast, which is called Insight with Chris Van Vliet. 
I'm fascinated by the idea of like finding out what makes successful people so successful because it doesn't happen by accident. So I have conversations with the best athletes and actors, entrepreneurs, whatever. If they're the best at something, I want to talk to them and reverse engineer the habits and techniques of what makes them as great as they are. Plus, I'm uh, I'm TV hosting. I, I host a TV show here in Los Angeles. I just moved to LA six months ago. I just want the best out of every moment, and I I, I appreciate that we're we're doing that right now, Jose. So, thank you again man. for having me on the show. Of course, you're you're so charismatic, and I really think, man, and I mean this from from the heart. Energy is everything, right? They say that energy yeah. is either created or destroyed. It's just always, it's just always there. All, all sure. we do all day, every day, is transfer energy, right? There are some people that even argue that we don't really die, right? We just transfer our energy to another sort of form. Uh, mm. But without getting, you know, all philosophical, what would you say to people? who are going through a tough time. I always want to take, you know, I want to get my guests to sort of, we talk about the good times, but let's, let's talk about the bad times, right? You went through some challenging times. I've been through some challenging times. It's something, sure. it's life, right? What is something that you recommend to people if they're going through a tough time for them to get out of that funk? What can they do? I think it's important to realize that that's just one moment of thousands, if not millions of moments that you're going to experience that week, that month, that year. And I think that, What's good is available in every situation and so is what's bad. And it's up to you what you want to focus on. Mm -hmm. So I would say control the controllable. Maybe you don't have control over everything that's happening around you, but you certainly have control over how you react to the things that happen to you. So it's up to you. How do you want to look at that situation? How do you want to look at what's happened to you? Do you want to look at it in a positive light or a negative light? Because if you start looking at things through that positive light, well, guess what? Boom, you're going to instantly start feeling better. Couldn't agree with you more, brother. Thank you so much for, for being on the show and, and allowing us to, to talk a little bit about you, the people that you've interviewed, your personal life, winning four Emmys. I can't stop saying that. That's just amazing. Where can people find, find Chris if they want to you know, get in touch with you? Yeah, thank you so much again for having me on, Jose. You are you are full of energy. I love your charisma. Thank like you, even though we're on the other side of the uh, the country right now, it's just like flowing through here. Of course, here. So no, we, we gotta you. hang out whenever I there. When I go to LA, you come down to to Boca Raton, Done. man. I'd love it. So people can find me online at Chris Van Vliet, V-A-N-V-L-I-E-T. And my YouTube channel is Chris Van Vliet. And wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, you can find my podcast Insight with Chris Van Vliet. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. You are listening to the VIP show. I'm Jose Testimonio. We just heard the great Chris Van Vliet. Chris, thank you so much for being on the show, brother. Thank you, bro. 